Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Pump it up here. We're here for a reason. Let's go. Sonny, Bo, Perry, Benner, let's go. Right before walking on the ice, I remember having a moment realizing what's going on. What happens here tonight will be a part of hockey history forever. And then getting kind of back into focus. What emotions were you feeling in that moment? Just, let's go, buddy. You know, you've done all, your, all the work you can and just go out there and play. That's a great interview that Emily Kaplan did with Jordan Biddington, Emily of ESPN.com, and Biddington with a spectacular night between the pipes for the Blues last night. And I tweeted that video, so if you just go to my Twitter page, at Randy Carricker, you can find it there. Michelle, you tweeted it also, I believe. I believe so, at yeah, M. So. Smallman. I know I shared it on Instagram, too. Yep, so there you have it. Emily joins us now on 101 ESPN via the Broad and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Emily Kaplan, good morning. Great to have you with us in St. Louis. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Well, first of all, congratulations. That was a great piece. And sometimes it's hard to get behind the scenes with an athlete in 2022. So I I thought you did a great job of that. And I wanted to know why you thought Jordan Biddington was a compelling subject for something like this. Okay. Well, I obviously think he's a compelling subject. And I think the interview bared that out. But I honestly have to give credit to Jordan because I think a lot of athletes, especially in hockey, are shy about drawing publicity to themselves, especially in uh, in hockey. You know, there's this culture where you don't want to make it about yourself. They say we or you instead of I. Um, And Jordan has a really interesting story, and I think he understands that it could be inspirational to a lot of people. So I've done a couple of these feature stories early in the year. A lot of them were with younger players like Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras, who are kind of bucking that trend and changing the culture. And Jordan saw the one that I did with Zegras, and he was interested in doing it. His representatives actually reached out to me. Um, we ended up doing it. We filmed it a couple weeks before the end of the regular season. It was still when Jordan was in a really interesting part of his career, right? Like he didn't have the starting job at that point. He didn't know what was going to happen in the playoffs. So I just thought it was so unique for an athlete in that position to want to speak out because I feel like often when we tell the stories of athletes, it's like the hero's journey and it's when they've reached this great success. Um, and we don't often talk about being in the middle of it and the ups and downs. So that was super unique to me. Absolutely, Emily. And it's a great time for us to talk about this piece after the performance that Jordan Biddington had last night. He was unbelievable. Stopped 51 shots. He was really playoff Jordan Biddington, the guy that we're used to seeing. Now, he talks about this in the piece, whether it's when he was in the minors or when he got called up to the Blues or what we saw from him last night. It seems like the the more highly pressurized the situation, the better the Jordan, Jordan Biddington that we see. Did you get that sense as well? Totally. There's something about him is different than any other athlete that I've covered, just um, his demeanor, his confidence in himself. And I know that that's often misconstrued with cockiness, but um, it's just a self-assuredness where he knows that he's been through this roller coaster in his career, and I believe that makes him uniquely prepared for a moment like this where he comes into the playoffs, closes out that series, and can play lights out like he did last night against the Colorado Avalanche. You know what's interesting, Emily, also, is that here's a professional athlete who's been at the highest level. He won a Stanley Cup. He's engaged to an actress, but it seems like he lives a pretty normal existence. Yeah, I find that with a lot of these hockey guys that, like, yes, they're doing these incredible things on the ice, but off the ice, um, they're just like you and me. But he and his fiance Christina, are just adorable. And um, my favorite thing is, 
um, you know, that opening scene that we had in the piece, like Jordan suggested we did that. Apparently he reads lines with her as she's auditioning all of the time. And his dream in life is one day a casting director is just going to watch one of her videos and being like, who's that voice in the background? He's so good. Can we catch that guy? So I don't know. Maybe there's a Hollywood future for Jordan Bennington in that for all of this. Well, Emily, he could play himself because I don't know if his story is any better than any script he's practicing on with his fiance. But the the interesting part about the story isn't, as you mentioned, just the Hollywood ending that we saw in 2019 or the performance that we saw last night. But it's the ebbs and flows that we've seen in Jordan Bennington's career. And we certainly saw uh, not only some peaks, but some valleys this season as well. When When he looks back to the times in this season when he wasn't his best, what did he think went wrong? Um, that's a great question, Michelle. I, I think there's a lack of um, just full-on focus. And I, I think he doesn't necessarily pinpoint it to anything, just the ebbs and flows of being a professional athlete and understanding that to be on your best at all times is a grueling and, quite frankly, impossible task. Um, and so, you know, it was circumstances here. He wasn't playing his best. Maybe he lost a little bit of focus. Billy Husser came in and played great. It seems like the two of them have a really good relationship, but he supported the Billy at the same time. He's competitive as hell, and he wants a starting job. And I just thought it was interesting when I asked him point blank, do you ever fear losing your starting job? He's like, no, never. And, like, he didn't even hesitate. And I was like, Jordan, like, you lost it at this point when we're talking, but he doesn't have that belief in his head. Emily Kaplan of ESPN with us on 101 ESPN, and you can catch the video at ESPN.com. You can uh, follow Emily on Twitter, and, of course, you can uh, go to our Twitter pages, and we've retweeted this video, that uh, the interview that Emily did with Jordan Bennington. Let's get to the series, Emily, because obviously most of the people at ESPN, I think it was 24 out of 20, or no, 23 out of 27, picked Colorado to win the series, and they had a great regular season. Do you agree with us that if the Blues are going to be able to pull this off, Biddington has to be the biggest part of it? Yeah, uh, he absolutely will, because we've seen this before in the playoffs, right? Where, like, you just get a goalie that gets hot, and he changes everything. Um, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I was one of the people that chose Colorado. I just think they're a wagon this year. I think if you look at the trends of recent Stanley Cup winners, often it's, um, you know, teams that have had regular season success and then just, like, met this playoff hump that they couldn't get over and then finally do. And that's where I think the stage Colorado is at, quite like St. Louis was at in 2018 before they came through 2019. Gosh, what are the years, guys? The pandemic screwed us all. I know. <laughs> um, all of that said, let's talk about this series. Um, I do. I like the Blues this year, and I think that they're so deep on forwards. And I just think as long as they show that depth and flex that depth, which in my opinion was their strengths all season long, they do have a chance. But Bennington will be their biggest chance, in my opinion, if he plays shuts out, lights out, like he did last night in overtime, really. Emily, one of the main components of the game last night was the speed that Colorado possesses. How can the Blues slow them down, or can they slow them down? I think they've got some good uh, checking forwards. I do think that they've got a couple guys that, um, you know, can go up to that pass. Obviously, we always think of Ryan O'Reilly when we're thinking of, like, a defensive two-way forward. I think that they can match the speed, though. And I think, you know, this Blues team is so different than the one that won the Stanley Cup because of that one, we always thought of this big, ruling tall defense and here it's they're a lot more skilled they're a lot faster and again they're a lot more deep on the forward group so um i think yes you want to slow them down but maybe even playing a running gun style and just having faith that your goalie is better than their goalie because right now jordan bennington is one of the best goalies in the league right now in the way he's playing Emily, I want to touch on the East just a little bit because I I don't think that we should sleep on what we're seeing with Tampa Bay, having won back-to-back championships. One of them was in the bubble, of course, but 
Tampa Bay has a chance to win three in a row and establish themselves as one of the great teams of all time, especially doing it now, the way the playoffs are set up and with the parity in the league. If they get a third in a row, do you agree with me that they'll have to be considered one of the great teams of all time? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, because, again, when we're talking about, like, that trend of the teams that broke through, they were such a dominant regular season team for so long before they even made it to this playoff run and won these three cups. Um, but, yeah, three in a row in a salary cap era, like, there's a reason that people don't do it. It's special. It's unique. It's a testament to the management staff of making the right personnel moves, the coaching staff, John Cooper, pushing the right buttons. But really the players is having, you know, that commitment because it is – such a grind to go through one Stanley Cup run, but then to go run it back and do it again and again, specifically in the pandemic with all the other things that we're dealing with. Um, I put them up there with the best. Emily, one more thing for me. I want to go back to the piece on Jordan Bennington, and everyone should watch it in its entirety because it's fabulous. But the thing about Jordan Bennington, Emily, that that we always look to during that run is the quote from him, do I look nervous, when he was asked about the pressure heading into a big game. We know that he's kind of a flatliner emotionally, but even though he isn't really demonstrative with his emotions, we know that fire burns within that competitive fire. I want you to tell the story about the text that he sent when he was ready to come up to the league. So he was asked if he was ready to come to the NHL and he wasn't necessarily ready and then he had a great game and he fired off a text so if you could just take that portion of the piece and relay it to our audience that would be great yeah sure so honestly like this is the epitome of Jordan Bennington basically you know he's in the minors but he doesn't know if there's a spot for him at the NHL um, level he feels kind of forgotten about they loan him off to Providence and he meets with Bill Armstrong who at the time was an assistant GM with the St. Louis Blues who's now in Arizona and he's like, are you ready to come to the NHL? And he's like, yeah, I am. And deep inside, I don't know if Jordan really believed it himself, but a couple months later, he's doing really great in the AHL. He comes home one night after an awesome win. He's sitting in his suit. He's in his apartment, and he texts Bill Armstrong. Just the goal to do that says, a couple years ago or months ago, you asked me if I was ready, and I said, yes, I'm really ready now. <laughs> and for me, like that gives me chills because mm-hmm. that to me is just someone who's really in tune with himself, and he was ready at that moment because that's when he gets called up and saves the blue season and leads them to the Stanley Cup. So it's just a cool moment in a storybook career for that guy. Follow Emily Kaplan on Twitter at Emily M. Kaplan. A great video, great interview, great job with Jordan Biddington. Emily, thanks so much for the time this morning. We appreciate it. And as the Blues go on and advance, beat Colorado here in this series and then move on, <laughs> we'll talk to you as, as the playoffs move on. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to my trip to St. Louis. Michelle and I are due for a catch-up, so yes. we're manifesting it. Yes, we are, Emily. We, we need. I was hoping the Blues would steal game one last night. It would position us for cocktails better, but we, we, here's hoping. Uh, we are positioned for cocktails no matter what, Michelle. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Emily. Take care. Bye, guys. Emily Kaplan of ESPN.com and ESPN with us on 101 ESPN. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card. There are plenty of shopping cards out there. The last thing I need is more store-branded cards, and that got me thinking. What if I could earn more, like 6% cash back, but with one card at all of my favorite stores? Well, the folks at U.S. Bank are on it. Check out the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards Visa Signature Card. It can earn you up to 6% cash back. 6%, not bad. Check out usbank.com slash shopper to learn more. It's easy. You just grab your shopping list and shop two of your favorite retailers for up to 6% cash back. And you can change your two selections every quarter. I'm talking 24 different big-name retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target. That would be good enough, but this card can also earn you up to $250 cash back after you spend $2,000 within the first 120 days of opening your account. And who doesn't do that at Amazon, Walmart, or Target, for God's sake? You can also earn up to 3% cash back from your choice of one everyday category like gas and EV charging stations, 
bills and utilities or wholesale clubs. Plus, you'll earn 1.5% cash back on all other eligible purchases. You deserve premium awards, and the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards card is here for you. Learn more at usbank.com shopper and start earning. Limited time offer. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.